This is the Christian Without Religion Network, and I'm your host, Larry, bringing you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, with the help of God. Well, it's October the 31st, but no, we're not going to talk about Halloween. There are a lot of places uh, talking about that, and uh, you can uh, decide what to do with that yourself. I think having a good time with your kids uh, is is obviously fine on Halloween. We don't celebrate uh, some of the pagan things. We're not certainly not worshiping the devil, so go have fun. Let them be kids. Put some costumes on, collect some candy, go to a party uh, at the school or the church, and have a good time. But if your conscience doesn't allow you to do that, that's okay, too. That's what Scripture teaches uh, to be guided by your conscience. And if you do it under the Lord, then that's okay. What I do want to talk about today are a couple things. Reformation Day. So happy Reformation Day. Not happy Halloween, but happy Reformation Day. I'll just uh, tell you what that is because I bet a lot of you haven't even heard about it. And then we've got the story of the prospector. Resisting change, the story of the prospector. But first, Reformation Day. Did you know October 31st is not only Halloween, but it's Reformation Day. And that is a Protestant religious holiday. And it recognizes the uh, German monk, Martin Luther, uh, nailing his 95 theses to the door of the Wittenberg Church back in 1517. It's uh, it's said that that act started the Protestant Reformation. Reformation Day has been commemorated since uh, 1567, so about 50 years after Luther uh, nailed those theses on the door. The exact dates for the holiday varied until about the 200th celebration. Back in 1717, October 31st became the official date. And then it uh, it was first in Germany, then internationally. Within a Lutheran tradition, Reformation Day is considered one of the lesser holidays. It's uh, officially named the Festival of the Reformation. And most Lutheran churches and others who celebrate the day commemorated on the Sunday before October 31st. But the impact of Martin Luther and the Protestant Reformation has been enormous on global Christianity. And I'm Reading from the gotquestions.org site, they have some great answers there, gotquestions.org. In contrast to the extra-biblical traditions and work-based practices of Roman Catholicism, Luther called the church back to the good news of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, as it talks about in Ephesians chapter 2. You see, Luther believed that the Bible, the Word of God, was the supreme authority for Christian faith, not tradition, not decrees from the Pope. And in the process of bringing scripture to the common person, Martin Luther translated the Bible into German. He published numerous books and sermons and biblical teachings. He also wrote a lot of hymns based on biblical themes, and we sing a lot of those hymns in some churches still today. Luther was brought to trial uh, before the church, and the court uh, tried to get him to force him to uh, recant his views. But Luther's response is often quoted. You may have heard this. I cannot choose but to adhere to the word of God, which has possession of my conscience, nor can I possibly, nor will I even make any recantation, since it is neither safe nor honest to act contrary to conscience. Here I stand. I cannot do otherwise. So help me God and amen. Now, from Germany, the Protestant Reformation expanded through uh, Europe, and it influenced uh, John Calvin, uh, Zwingli in, in Zurich, John Knox in Scotland. Uh, the, Reformation, uh, the Reformation that Luther started also sparked the Anabaptist, or Free Church, movement in the English Reformation. And these movements influenced the spread of Christianity to the Americas and throughout the world where European exploration took place. And uh, South Africa, India, Australia, New Zealand, they all felt the impact of uh, Luther uh, nailing those theses to the door and saying, look, we're not going by tradition and religion and what the Pope says, we're going to go by the Bible. Robert Rothwell has noted, today Luther's legacy lives on in the creeds and confessions of Protestant bodies worldwide. As we consider his importance this Reformation Day, let us equip ourselves to be knowledgeable proclaimers and defenders of biblical truth. May we be eager to preach the gospel of God to the world and thereby spark a new reformation of church and culture. 
Reformation Day remains a central rallying point for all those who choose to follow Jesus by faith according to his word. This holiday commemorates the actions of a man who was willing to stand against the ideas of his day and to present the Bible, God's word, as our guide for salvation and Christian living. So rather than say happy Halloween on this October 31st, I say to you, happy Reformation Day. This is Christian Without Religion Network. I'm your host, Larry, and that, that strikes very close to home because our whole ministry is based on getting you away from man-made traditions and religions and into an organic relationship with Jesus, as it talks about in the Bible and fellowship with him. We're saved by grace through faith, and we're sustained by grace through faith. By grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, as it says in the Bible alone, that's what we stand by here at Christian Without Religion. Well, I want to tell you a story today, too, in this podcast. It's about change. And if you got a Bible and you want to follow along, you can go over to Galatians. I'm going to read a couple scriptures from Galatians 3, 4, and 5. But I've told this on another podcast that I do that's related to fitness. And I don't know if I've done it on this podcast or one of the Bible studies, but it's a good story. I've told you some about the cafeteria line, but this is a different one. It's the old prospector. There was an old uh, prospector uh, prospecting out in the desert, and he's down on his hands and knees, and he's he's digging uh, on his hands and knees uh, for gold. Uh, a gentleman is taking a hike, walking through the desert, and comes upon the old guy, and he sees the old guy, and his knees are just worn and torn and calloused and bloody. His hands are worn, torn, calloused and bloody. Barely has any clothes on. He looks emaciated, and he says, Hey, hey, old man, what you up to? The old guy says, Well, I'm, I'm digging for gold. He says, really? How long have you been at it? He goes, I don't know. It's been been a while, we, weeks, months maybe. And when he looked down, he saw uh, some holes, not real deep, not real long. It seemed to be pretty sad, the progress the old guy had made in, in uh, spending that much time to dig holes. He said, well, I, I've got an idea. I can help you. And he ran back, got his out of his pack. He pulled out a, a shovel. Uh, camping shovel. He said, look at this. This is the best there is. This camping shovel will help you dig uh, longer and faster and uh, make bigger holes. You'll get to finding gold a lot quicker and it'll be a lot easier on you. Well, rather than accept the gift graciously, the kid was surprised because as he handed the shovel over to the old prospector, the old prospector grabbed the shovel and threw it. About hit the guy in the head, he had to duck. So what's your problem? He says, get out of here. I don't need any newfangled stuff. I'm just fine the way I am. The, the kid shrugged and said, okay, but it's there if you want it. And he went on about his hike. Now, if you came back to that site, say, a year later, what would you expect to find? Well, you'd think you'd find huge holes the size of a school bus, wouldn't you? Uh, huge holes that the guy had used the shovel to uh, dig looking for his gold. And you'd, you'd see them all over the place. I mean, there'd be football-sized holes all over the place in, in a year. But no, if you go back to that spot a year later, there's still small, shallow holes the same man digging the same way, his knees and his hands and knuckles, even worse, even a little more emaciated because he didn't want to use the tools given to him. I want to relate that today to our ministry, Christian Without Religion. The message of grace is sometimes not received well. People would rather hang on to religion, hang on to, well, this is the way we've always done it. Well, this is the way we've always been taught. Well, we've always taken our preaching from Pastor Smith, and that's, that's how it's going to be. Instead of opening the Bible and seeing the good news of grace that God gave us, the message of Paul from Romans to Philemon, we want to go to religion and say, you know, yeah, I'm just an old sinner. I'm saved by uh, Jesus' death at the cross, but now i got to keep short accounts with God, and I've got to be good enough, and i got to make sure uh, just hoping I can get into heaven someday. 
like that old prospector, instead of taking this tool of grace that was provided by Jesus' blood on the cross, the finished work of his sacrifice, we just keep on trying to be good enough, working at it on our, on our own. That's called religion, trying to reach up to God to either be acceptable in the first place or to maintain your acceptance afterwards. And God says you don't have to do any of that. You're forgiven in Christ. You're accepted in the Beloved. And when you uh, accept Jesus, you have forgiveness, the redemption of sins. And instead of being on your hands and knees and digging with your hands and trying to do it on your own, please accept my help and my assistance and my tool. Look what it says in Galatians chapter 3. You foolish Galatians, who's bewitched you? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Have it begun by the Spirit? Are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? So then, does he who provides you with the Spirit and works uh, miracles among you do it by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Uh, now I go over to uh, later in chapter 3. It says, Why the law? It was added because of our transgressions, having been ordained through the angels by the agency of a mediator. Before, before faith came, we were kept in custody. We were prisoners under the law, having been shut up to the faith which was later to be revealed. The law became our tutor to lead us to Christ so that we may be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And then I go over to our theme verse in chapter 5 of Galatians in verse 1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Do you hear what the Bible's saying here, folks, what Paul's saying all through the book of Galatians? If you're trying to be religious, you're in slavery. You're in slavery to the flesh because you will never be good enough to be accepted by God. Uh, you have to be accepted by faith in what Jesus did, not in what you do. And once you're accepted in him, you have not temporary life, but eternal life because it's his life that lives inside of you. And instead of being on your hands and knees and digging by hand to prospect for gold, why don't you use that perfect shovel that God has provided that tool? That is the finished work of Jesus. Rest in his finished work. Stop beating yourself up. Now, it takes on many forms nowadays. It could be that, uh, yeah, I was saved by grace, but I got to keep short accounts. So you come to communion every week just hoping that you know God doesn't get mad at you because you took it in an unworthy manner and you might sin past uh, your forgiveness and lose your salvation. Or you uh, feel guilty if you miss uh, one of the times that the church doors are open because God's going to get you because you weren't there every time it was open. You see where I'm going? That's bondage. That's slavery. You can do those things because you get to, not because you got to, because you have a relationship and you want to, not because you have to or you need to. It's for freedom that we were set free. It's a relationship with Jesus, and everything flows from that. You didn't save yourself, and you're not going to sustain yourself. So stop beating yourself up over whatever it is you're beating yourself up over. Stop, take a deep breath, get into the Word, pray and meditate. Let the Holy Spirit live His life through you, and you can find the freedom that it says here. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Freedom, folks. That's what Reformation Day, that's what October 31st is all about. Not about uh, religion and man-made rules and making you feel guilty and beating yourself up. No, it's for freedom. Now, I didn't say that's liberty to do whatever you want. And I, every time you teach a message of grace, somebody says, oh, there's one of those crazy grace peoples. They're just too easy on sin. Absolutely not. 
you've been saved by the blood of Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You are the temple of God and you're to act accordingly. Let him live through you and uh, represent him, be his ambassador and get, uh, bring glory to God by the way you live your life. That's how we worship. It's not just music for 20 minutes on a Sunday in a building somewhere. It's how you live your life. That's how you worship. And so, no, you're not at liberty to do whatever you want because you don't belong to yourself. You belong to God if you've been born again, and you let His Spirit live in and through you. Therefore, you should grow and mature, become more loving, and become more gracious, and become more Christ-like. Grace is not a license to sin. Grace is a license and a freedom to say no to sin. Titus tells us that it's grace that teaches us to say no to unrighteousness and ungodly living to live upright, godly lives. Grace, not religion not the law. So on this Reformation Day, October the 31st, don't be like the old prospector who just, uh, you know, uh, we've always done it this way, or I can't accept this new message, or just leave me alone. I'll do it on my own. I'll do it myself. Please accept the assistance. Please accept the grace of God. If you've not received Jesus, if you've not been born again from above, do that today. That's what God wants, relationship with you. He's not trying to get uh, you into church. He's trying to get church. That's his, his fellowship, his family, his body. He's trying to get that into you. See, he wants to come live inside of you so you can have peace and power and purpose in this life. So here on October 31st on the Christian Without Religion podcast, happy Reformation Day. Go out there and live in freedom. You know what I want you to do until we meet this weekend for our message. Go hang out with Jesus. <laughs>